I don't know if anyone's just thought of this as a joke at this point, but I feel like America is just a reality show at this point. As of the filming of this particular episode, because the elections are going down, everything is Everything's blowing up on Twitter, everything's blowing up online, and there's just so much shit happening, and I'm just... I just want to watch it with a bag of popcorn, but also I just want to cry my eyes out. And I'm not even American. I'm nowhere near related to America, not from an American background. I just sound like it because I used to watch a lot of TV. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been, it's been a crazy wild ride, I think. I'm hoping that Biden, I mean, I don't really have a preference, but I'm like, Biden, one of the, the, uh, the electoral candidates, like, I'm not exactly hoping for anything, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if it's in his whole thing, but I know Trump is just shit. It's just... Yes, I'm, Biden is leading. I'm happy. I am up for Biden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that he's leading. Anyways, before we get any more political with this shit, welcome back to another episode of Matched with Carl and Kina. It is me, Carl. You're loud. You're very obnoxious. Very trying to be as energetic as possible, even though I've only gotten like four hours of sleep in the last two days. Host for today. And joining me is my co-host, Kina. If you think Carl is just fighting for that energy, you have no idea what it's like for me to try to keep up with that energy. So, the other side of the coin, the awkward one, it's Kina. Welcome back. And we have our guest here today. Her name is Nix and she is looking lovely. It's a shame you can't see her right now. So Nick, would you like to say hi? Hello, guys. I'm Nix. I'm a transgender person. Hello. Do you want to you know, describe yourself in any other way? I'm a Scorpio. I was born and raised in Quezon City. And... Democratic Party for Biden. <laughs> I mean, because like, honestly, at this point, is there anyone else you would rather? Kanye West. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my fucking God. Wait, I saw this tweet earlier from um, Matt Robb. He was saying like 4,000 plus people in... Voted for Kanye? 6,000 people in Kentucky voted for Kanye West. There was another one. 4,000 people in Utah I, voted Americans for Kanye West. Just so weird. I don't know what to say. <laughs> ah. Do you have family in the States, Nick? I do have some distant relatives, but we're more, uh, we have more of family friends in uh, the California state. So, yeah. And maybe soon I'll follow in California. Better opportunities. Yes, yes. I hope that goes well. Thank you. <laughs> So, of course, before we, again, we get too political because I mentioned that again. <laughs> okay, so again, we're here to talk about, you know, dating online. Like, if you've been following the series for a while now and you've gone to this point of the episode, you know what we're talking about. And if this is the first time you're coming to this episode, welcome. So, you know, to reiterate, we are going through the online dating and what it's been like here in the Philippines, especially during lockdown, like what's been happening for the past eight months at this point and you know before that so what exactly has been transpiring through those times and so this is a, this is a new topic that most people either tend to be ignorant about or they just try to put like a wool over their heads because believe it or not transgender people are people they have their rights as do any straight person does so please if you are here we ask that you keep an open mind you 
learn to accept things that you are new to, and if at the very least you are not willing to change ultimately, then at least learn to be respectful. So some takeaways from that. So, okay, so Nick, what have the encounters been for you? Like, what have they been like throughout? What are the, the apps that you use again? Primarily, I use Tinder. I've been using Tinder, Bumble, and OkCupid for three years on and off now. But right now, it's not on my phone because I, I got tired of dating right now. And I'm also busy with my thesis. And like, this is my free time that I have. First, actually, today is only my free time. And then tomorrow, I'll start working again. So I don't know. Those were the apps that I was using. And the, it was actually cool. The apps are actually cool. But then like, right now, I'm actually banned on Tinder. That's a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. I've been banned multiple times already because like before I was using a, an Android phone and then um I got banned. So um when I when I switched on on an Apple device just last year, I was able to join Tinder again and then I um just recently this year I got banned. Maybe because um usually like the issues when I talk to the other trans people or like me dating on Tinder, they were like Maybe you got banned because someone reported your account. They just couldn't accept that you're trans and you're attractive. So they tend to report your account. That maybe you're, you're catfishing or you're being a trap or something. It's kind of, you know, really dehumanizing without like Tinder is not reviewing the reports. They're just going through it. And you know, it's kind of weird because like they have this option where you put your gender identity on your profile, but then... They just don't review if someone reported your account. It's really hard, actually. Like, transphobia is everywhere. So, but like, I'm still lucky because I'm, I can still use Bumble, but yeah, I'm not using it just yet now. That really breaks my heart. No, that, that's a very, oh, yeah, no, that's a really God. shitty thing. It, to, well, not, yeah, it's a really shitty thing to go yeah. through. And we're, we're really sorry that you have to go through that for the people out there who do this shit go fuck yourselves go fuck if off. you don't like her just swipe left people yeah it's it's so funny because like oh you like me and then you that i'm trans and then you do something shitty about it like yeah. okay you don't deserve someone like me i am this bomb ass girl that can do anything that any other girl can yes. do yes, <laughs> yeah so like i don't know just you just have to know your worth that's it to, not only to trans people, but to all the guys and the girls out there. You have to know your worth. Keep your standards, girls and boys. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's very true. Like, honestly, I didn't think that that was a thing because when I use it, I know that there are people that would automatically say like, oh, I'm trans. I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's either I, like, okay, I like you or I don't yeah. like you. I'm going to swipe right or left. It doesn't, like, you're not yeah. going to affect me by but being actually, who like, you are. I also respect, like, those guys who don't prefer to date trans women. You know, like, they're, they're also polite guys that would say, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not um, open to dating, to dating trans women. I said, yeah, it's all right. It's just, you know, we all have preferences. Just like, in some girls, we prefer tall guys, we prefer moreno, like, in, in guys, they prefer other types, you know. It's it's okay, like, to say, like, no, sorry, you're just not my preference. And then it happens to everyone, not only to trans people, but you just have to say it nicely. But I guess Politely, some people... yeah. Yeah. 
I guess some people are just not so good at it and they're so bad at communicating. That's why they just go hooking up with everybody else. I don't know. You know, but like, okay, if you guys have been with us for before, we did mention something like that. You know, it's fine to have a preference. Just don't be an asshole about it. True. Like, okay, you have a type. It's fine. Go look for your type. If if you're, the person you're talking to is not, then leave it. Just tell them, oh, I'm not for this. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting annoyed. Yes, Carl is very triggered right now. But wait, I have a question. So you said that you were using Tinder primarily, right, as an app. Yeah. What What makes you use it? If like from your stories, undaming assholes, they're reporting you for no valid reason. What makes me use it again? Yeah. Yeah, so like, on my first blocking, because I, before I got blocked, I know, actually, like, after, after, I met, I met my second boyfriend on Tinder, mm. <laughs> oh, before, before my first block, and then, when we got serious together, before I could delete the app, I got blocked, so like, it was, oh, okay, <laughs> you did me a favor, Tinder, so like, bye-bye, because <laughs> I got a boyfriend now, so... And then we lasted for a year and then we broke up and stuff. Cause I, when I found him, I, I found hope in Tinder. Like, oh, I could get, I could get a boyfriend in Tinder or something. Like, oh, oh, there's, there's a chance for me to, to find someone on this app. So when I, when I got my new device, I get it again and I got my sec, my third boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at least it's true, Deva. Yeah, at, at least like, whoa, it's, Tinder is magical. And I was like that. So Okay, so the third boyfriend was also on Tinder, not Bumble. Yeah, on Tinder. I never got a boyfriend from Bumble. <laughs> Weird. Because like most of the me- these two men that I've dated, um, they're both foreigners. Yeah, so, but yeah, we, we did a, much of a long distance. We, we met only for a few months when they were here. And then after that, a long distance after. That's what happened. And then, yeah, and now I'm banned. Oh, I can't date. <laughs> like, especially now in pandemic, it's so hard. It's still really shitty though. I'm pissed off for you. <laughs> it's fine. Like, ooh. actually, so, okay, question. Um, if she can brush it off, Deba. Yeah, I know. But still, it's like, it's annoying. When you met up with your boyfriends, were they using like Tinder Plus or Tinder Passport or were they here in the Philippines and then you met them? My second boyfriend um, was here in the Philippines. He was in, on vacation from from work. So we, we matched actually Christmas. <laughs> and then we, decided, we, we decided to meet after, 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 because uh, Christmas dinner, 12 a.m. and then the next day. So Christmas morning. We got to meet. He was in Makati. Uh, yeah, so at the time, we were just friends. We weren't official or something. So, like, we're hanging out, ate some gipsal, things like that. And then when I actually, like, hinatid ko pa siya sa airport. I <laughs> like, mag-new year noon. Mag-new year, he was about to go back to Norway. So, hinatid ko pa siya sa airport. Thank God. Eh, I don't drive a car. So, we took Grab. <laughs> I paid for the Grab. I was like, what? and then like yeah that's it and then we, we just started talking and he was like like i miss you and stuff like that and like yeah it's okay it's normal like friends to say i miss you and then like we started talking every day na on other apps like viber so and then it, it develops further in that so you 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 dating foreigners is that a preference or is it just because assholes you mga filipino men at first, it was because they were the most convenient person, people, actually. 
But as I as I go further on being a person of lande, <laughs> as I go further for uh, with dating, um, it started to go to the direction of they became my preference now because not only they are convenient, but because I don't know Filipino men are just about hooking up mostly, for, apart from as per my experience, so. Yeah, mostly like that. But, you know, like, not all Filipino men are assholes. Like, mostly they are, but not everyone. Like, every, sometimes I, I got friends from dating apps also, like, straight Filipino men. And they're cool. So, yeah. That's the experience so far. Nagkaroon ka na ba ng boyfriend that you met in person and not through dating apps? Can I say it almost boyfriend? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah I think that counts because that's still romance. Yeah, almost boyfriend. Um, he was my schoolmate in Benilde. <laughs> wow, lande. <laughs> and then like yeah, we we were in the same group of friends. So we eat lunch. We eat. Uh, uh, we we go home together. Ride the LRT together. And when he bring his car, I carpool with him so uh, ganon and then um we had some personal talks that only the both of us know and then he kind of said like which turned me off he kind of said like you know if, if you were if you were just a biological girl i would like you oh. and i was like <gasps> like what, what? And, uh, in my mind i was like i was like what but I was, I was just, you know, like, uh, just scrolling through my phone and Spotify play. Because my phone was connected in his car. So, yeah, I just shut it off because I was in his car and I don't want to walk. <laughs> Be so, like, I, yeah. I want to get out of the car. But, the, but take me home first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the point. But then, like, yeah, we, 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 we're still friends, like civil friends right now. And mm-hmm. we don't talk him. That's one way of saying it in an not polite way na yun yung preference mo. Okay, not to be hypocritical kasi yun nga lang, I guess that's his yeah. point lang rin of saying na parang I'm not into dating trans pero napaka-alat pa, napaka naman ng moment na yun. Yeah, but you know like I can't blame people like that because like they weren't educated how to treat people like me because like the, the, the knowledge is very limited and the access to knowledge is also very mm. limited. Okay, so Parang, what would be your advice if someone found themselves in that situation? Parang, what would be the better way of saying what he said? If he would say, like... That wouldn't offend you. Yeah, yeah. He would. He could probably say, like, you know, I like you, but dating trans women are not my preferences. But if I do like you, I could have dated you, right? Because, like, why, why would my, my identity matter? You like me already for my personality. For we, we're to, we're together um, every weekdays at school at lunch going home. It, it's just because of my gender identity. But then, like he, you know, we, we could have tried actually, right? But he was like denying it. He's actually like is it's actually a thing of himself versus his ego. So that kind of turns me off in a way I, I did not get offended when when he said like if you were a real woman i would have dated you i knew in my mind because like i understand like oh it's his ego talking it's not him like you know so maybe like you could you should have known and stand by yourself before you start talking and start deciding because no, it, it doesn't only hurt 
yourself, but it also hurts others. So, yeah. I don't know. For, for my thought process lang. I mean, I get that some people aren't taught how to sort of interact or, you know, learn how to go about understanding trans people. But at the same time, if you have basic understanding of human interaction and how to treat people, then you'll know how to. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, people, why you gotta be assholes? I'm still triggered. You don't have to be smart <laughs> to know na it, the way you said it would hurt, diba? Yeah. So, okay, so moving forward and going into, like, going back into uh, online dating. I mean, I'm not sure, but like, my experiences with trans people on dating sites is that they usually do put their, um, you know, that they're trans, uh, transgender, that they're either, uh, pre-op or post-op, or they're like male to female or male to, male to female. Like, what do you feel exactly when people like try to ask you and confirm like, oh, are you transgender? And is there a certain feeling you get when they keep asking? Or is it just like, oh, it's, it's a normal thing at this point. I'm, I'm used to it. Uh, right now, I'm really used to it because like the photos that I use on dating apps, I express that I'm trans and I put in my bio that I'm trans. And if they did not read it, it turns me off. It's their fault. Like it's your job to look at my bio before you could swipe right. Right. Like it's just, you have to be smart using your phone. But when I was starting, it, it really irks me. Honestly, it, it, I didn't put like, oh, I'm trans on my bio because it was hard for me to disclose myself at that time. Cause like I, I thought to myself, like, oh, I shouldn't, shouldn't matter anyways um people should should know after because like it's hard when when they know that you're trans and they get this stigma in their mind already like you get misjudged already and you know without even trying to know you that's why before i didn't put it but now when i put it like oh they're they're more welcoming right now so that's why like yeah i'm open to disclosing that i'm trans but i do not disclose about what's my situation down there because like number one it's none of their business unless we are officially dating and or unless we're exclusive or something because like most of the times when trans people well me when it when i disclose that my my situation down there it's a big criteria for them because like maybe they, they're only after it or they're only after the sex or what so yeah following that would you prefer if people immediately even if you didn't say anything they would call you by your preferred pronoun or your preferred gender identity if you're out on tinder and you didn't mention anything about you being trans but people will automatically just know that okay it's a she even though like yeah would you prefer that or do you think explaining it kind of helps people also? I would prefer that. The approach of like, okay, like, oh, she's a girl. Hi, ma'am. Hi, miss. You know, like, oh, yeah, I get that. But then like on the uh, further on the conversation, I have to tell him. I have to educate him about who I am, what I am, and, and how am I supposed to be treated like that. So I think like, yeah, like approaching me in, in a normal way. Like, hi, miss. Hi, ma'am. Uh, it it really it really flatters me honestly because like it shows like oh I deserve to be treated like that because like yeah and I was like oh and then, but then further I have to you know it's my responsibility as a trans person to disclose myself because I'm trying to date right so I have to be transparent with them.
I mean, do you think in general it's unfair that trans people always have to be the most transparent out of anyone who goes on dating apps? Or general people are going to be like, oh yeah, I I am like this person. I'm very extroverted. I'm very introverted. I like to do these things, but in actuality, they don't. But for trans people, they have to be, they have to immediately post it out there. Like, I am trans. So, you know, you have to be mindful. Like, does it, does it feel unfair? To myself, I don't know to other trans people out there, but to me, it feels more empowering because I, my personality is I'm, I'm a very outspoken person and I love talking about myself. Wow, very California. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, who doesn't? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, to me, it's a very big advantage as a social being. Because, like, it, it actually shows, like, how brave you are to disclose yourself to the True. person. I very much agree with that. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, it takes a lot, even just to say it. Like, what you said, that the insecure ka, and then... It just feels better. Yeah. Now you own it. Yeah. It's like saying like, oh, hi, I'm I'm a cis girl. Cis, cis is actually like biologically boring like that. But if I, I'm, a, I'm a cis girl, but, but I have 11 fingers. And, you know, it's it's like owning it to it. It's, it's, a, it's a turn on, actually. You're owning up what everyone thinks of you as a flaw, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's very empowering, actually, for me. I don't know to other trans people, but I knew some trans people. It, it irks them, you know, like like it bothers them. But I, I didn't ask for it because like, I didn't want to offend anyone <laughs> from my friends. So, yeah. So, okay. So you mentioned about cisgendered people who are born or who stick with the gender that they are born with. There are some people out there on dating apps on or in real, real life that will tell you that even though they are cisgender, they prefer the pronouns, they still tell you their pronouns. Do you think that them doing so on dating apps kind of helps normalize the conversation about gender as like as a whole? Or it's just like, maybe these people are just trying to add whatever. They're obviously like, for example, Kina, um, she says like, uh, she discloses like, I'm cis. Obviously, you're, you're a woman, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a she, her... Telling to, telling to the other party like oh you're so dumb you should know <laughs> like I'm a she her and, but I think like um, cis people don't have to um, disclose that especially at first like me as a trans person I only disclose my pronouns when I disclose my identity first because like at first they wouldn't know like oh you're, you're trans especially if they didn't read my bio they, they wouldn't know that when I said like I'm trans and they would ask like what's your pronouns that's it but I don't know, like people, it's like trying to be more exotic when cis people do that. Cause like, honestly, like cis people have this very, very good privilege of being a cisgender person. Like, gosh, I wish. It's like the reason why I asked that is because there have been, like, I see stuff on Reddit or Twitter or Instagram sometimes. They will usually say that. And I wonder, like, what exactly is the purpose? Like, are you, are you trying to show that you're an ally to the LGBTQ community or are you doing that because of a certain reason that because you are transgendered and that's what you prefer to be, you know, yeah. have different pronouns used? So I was like, like, does it, like, I don't know. That was just a thought process that I had. I was like, does it really help in any way or are you just trying to get attention? I don't know about that. But like, there are also like trans women 
and trans men who prefer like other pronouns other than he, him, she, her, she. Sometimes they prefer them, they. I know that sometimes people go for it. Yeah, barely. Yeah, it. It's very rare, but sometimes you do hear it. Like, I'll, I prefer to go by it. Yeah. yeah. Like for for someone who's like a regular person, they're like, why would you use it? Like, you know? They don't prefer. <laughs> My community is really weird. I don't really get them sometimes, but I gotta say, I'm I'm sorry to my brothers and sisters. We are also weird. Why? <laughs> but who says being weird is a bad thing? Yeah, yeah. People always say I'm weird, and yet somehow they I still have friends. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same <laughs> like that. Yeah, right. It's like there are some people like saying, "Oh, I'm weird," because like I'm trying to be exotic. And there's yeah, there are some people who are like that, but then some people just can like, "Oh, I'm really weird," and just just disclose themselves just because they don't want to shock the other party. So, oh, I don't know. My type of weird is a is a different type of breed because I once took off my pants in public for no legit reason other than to show my friends, "Hey, I took off my pants." <laughs> yung weird kasi ng ibang tao it's just to sound cool eh. it's like people who aren't yeah, really bi yeah. and then they say I'm bi pero they're just about to experiment and realize na I'm straight <laughs> yeah <laughs> that one was not really to do anything I was just trying to like have fun with my friends and then I freaked out like two people behind me who were just like fuck the fuck is happening <laughs> okay okay so going back um, one of the things I'm really curious about is what are some common misconceptions and or stereotypes that people like to stick to trans people? Because for me, you're like those really hidden community na ang hirap hagilapin. It's like I've always wanted to have a trans friend just to make myself smarter na from fresh eyes, but not just from reading through accounts on Google, diba. Pero yeah, you're so hidden. <laughs> what are some misconceptions and stereotypes about you? In general or in dating? Um, in dating. In dating. In dating, yeah. So, so number one, <laughs> which is the biggest local misconception, is that we're only after the guy's dick. That we only wanted sex from there. We only wanted to, you know, experience them. Mm-hmm. Like when when you're when you're a bakla. Well, it, that's a general term for the whole LGBTQIA plus community in the Filipino terms. Um, when you, when you're a baklao, you're like, oh, you're only after the the D, the down there, you know. Mm-hmm. You, the, the, you you only want uh to suck our dick and like that. But men are so boys are just so full of themselves sometimes. Most times, <laughs> yeah. That that's the biggest that we're only after that. And number two is that we are sex workers. Oh, everything is. <laughs> Oh my God, Philippines. Yeah. Okay. I I can't blame them because like that's the number um that's the most applicable job for trans women, especially before because like we don't have the equal rights as cisgender people in the workplace. We can't get employed easily unless the company is has this anti discrimination rule, but then like get discriminated in the workplace. So most trans women just go with sex work. I mean, I, I have nothing wrong against sex work, but I, I know that trans people are good at sex. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but that's not the only thing that we're good at. We're also good at dating. We're also good at giving love or giving attention or something or pampering you, you know? Meaningful relationship. Yeah, we're, we're like, 
girls, like like cisgender girls, you know? We're all girls. I mean, like, we, we meet different experience, but what we do the same thing mostly. Like, want a genuine relationship too. We, we wanted to do something that is valuable, you know? And um, number three misconception is that we're only there to play games. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't know what they really mean by that. But then, like, they they think that trans women are just toys for accessories, and and especially when you, when you're a pretty trans girl, you're you're just a display for the guy. Yeah, the the sex is good, and they only wanted to to be with you because you you don't get pregnant. They think they think that it's it's just a game for us. It's it's just um, we're just an accessory for them to be displayed or to be to be used. It's really hard, honestly. And what other misconception? <laughs> this is really weird. Um, the the this this last misconception that I would say is that um, we're only after their money. I I don't know. Maybe this also happens to cisgender girls. But we're, we're only after their wives since they knew that, that most trans women do sex work or, or most trans women just, I mean, many trans women go with the guy just because of the money. Cause like there are a lot of sugar baby trans women, <laughs> honestly. So that became the, um, that's the least known stereotype actually. Cause like many sugar babies are really hidden. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. The, the biggest is just that, like, they were only after their dicks or something. Like, you know, oh, I know, um, chupa, ganyan. I was like, what? No, it's really offensive, honestly. Have you experienced any of these, like, firsthand? Yeah. No accused of any of these? Yeah, a lot of times. Like, most of the time, actually, when, when, when I matched with a, with a guy and, and they would, Ask me like, oh, I ha- I haven't tried trans. I want to try you. So that's the the toy part. Like, you're you're just an you're just an accessory for for experiment. And mostly mostly by Filipinos or mostly by Filipinos. Yeah, we've had guests who've been like super insightful, and we we really do want to get into you know more transgender issues because people tend to take it lightly or they just don't take it seriously enough. Which, you know, it's definitely is like shit all across the board. All right. So, so in your experience, does telling or I guess trying to educate people that you come across who are sort of ignorant or just choose not to understand what transgender issues are, or what, what being transgender means? Like, does that, does something come out of it? Like, does telling people who just don't want to listen help in any um, way or? Well, um, to me, I didn't care. If they didn't want to listen, then they don't. But I wish I could tell them, you know, because like you can push up, you can push a person and doesn't want to listen. So it, it's, it's just a waste of time. I mean, like maybe not now they will not listen, uh, they will not listen to you, but hopefully soon they will. Once it becomes a trend, they listen. Once it's not, it, they don't listen. It's, it's, you know, just a matter of time for them, I guess. But I hope one day it will be, a part of importance because like as a social being transgender people are also people that needed to be understood so wait you you sort of mentioned that it kind of goes on a trend like if it if it becomes a trend people are more willing to to do so because they want to be like a part of a whole 
What do you think are the things that people can do or that people can at least try to do that isn't a part of a trend to be nice to people? Like, what, what are the genuine things that some people can actually do that show support? Just listen. Listen and understand and do your part. That's it. You know, if, if we tell you something, how we should be addressed or how should we be communicated as, you, you should probably listen. Because, like, there's no other people who knows us than who we are. Is Camila. Like, gets. Camila nakakalam. Kone yung dapat and kung paano kami dapat itrato. So, uh, it's just, you know, it's it's just as simple as listening and, and doing your part as a person, as a social being, and as a part of the community. Because, I mean, okay, to the audience who may be, who, who are listening to this, and hopefully you've gotten this far into the episode, what would you tell them if they've been open enough to hear the conversation that we've had so far? What what are the, the things you could tell them in particular? Listen to us. We, we, a lot of, we have, we have stories to tell. Um, transgender people have stories to tell too. That, and I'm actually glad that gay people like the BL are, are getting a voice now. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough just yet. It doesn't mean that you support the, the BL or the, the, the gay community. It means you support the whole LGBT community. Lesbian people have stories. Um, bisexual people have stories. Transgender people have stories. Listen to each one of us. It's not just gay people that are there. There's there's like different letters in the LGBTQIA+. We have stories. And we are people. We deserve to be heard. We deserve to be understood. And please, please do. Just listen. That's it. And do your part. Yeah, that's pretty good. And um, hopefully, like as... Nick said, you you know, uh, help give people a voice, which is kind of what this podcast has been trying to do so far, because we have uh, interviewed people from different parts of the LGBTQ community. But yeah, we have been trying to give them a voice, whether it's um, them telling their side of online dating or if it's them getting into depth about how far, you know, microaggression goes, how far being oppressed goes. So hopefully, you know, if you've been a part of this series for the past few episodes now we hope that you've taken something out of this and we hope that you have you know sort of learned from it <laughs> trying to be philosophical mm-hmm. yeah i hope that you people have had open minds since listening to this podcast because we're all trying to be yeah we're all trying to date <laughs> we're yeah. not trying to be judged so, okay, so we're gonna go in a little <laughs> yeah. more again like a little bit more of a serious side in a way so we want to tackle traditional and a religion-based culture versus the woke cultural shift that we're sort of going through now. So an example like Philippines, because it's so you know, heavily Catholic or it's so heavily influenced by the uh, by Catholicism, it you know it sort of technically denies everything that doesn't stand for them. Yet in the year 2020, where people are being more open and are trying to be more expressive of who they are and um, what they represent. You know, how do you think the change will come? How do you think the change makes itself more known to people? At first, it, it should come from a greater authority. You know, when, once the greater authority listens to the minority, they would know. They would help. Well, un- unless you're, you're a cruel <laughs> in authority. But 
yeah, it, it has to come first with a person of influence, which is the authority. I'm glad that there, there are influencers that are, you know, telling transgender stories also. And there are also transgender influencers that are telling their stories. But so, sometimes um, influencers are not enough. It has to come to the authority, especially uh, the passing of Soji Bill. You know, there's only like the only person that I know that is really fighting for it was Teresa Ontiveros, the only person in authority that is openly fighting through it. And I hope other authorities will listen to it too, because it's hard, like, especially as a woman, when you're in a ground where they're all men. Men also need to listen, because, like, it's a man's world, like they said. But, yeah, I mean, it, it has to come with authority, and then eventually it will become a, a social norm. And so, it- you know, with that in mind, you said it has to come from, like, a higher authority. And... I think it was a week ago or a couple of weeks ago at this point of when this episode is being shot that um, if I'm stepping on any toes, I'm sorry, but uh, like I think Pope Francis said something about same-sex marriage. Yeah. And so do you think that's a step in the right direction? I think it's a step in the right direction in a socially responsible way. Because like I, I, I respect the, the views of the Catholic Church. Like they, they don't, they're not in favor of uh, same-sex marriage but yeah like the pope has already said because like it's a basic human right like getting united as a couple so it, he was just expressing himself like saying same-sex marriage should be for everyone and i think yeah it, it's a really big step because like catholicism has a really really big influence around the world and it's the biggest religion around the world but then like i saw i also saw the feedbacks the feedbacks are most of the catholics are staying on their box you know that's what they usually do <laughs> but yeah i i hope eventually they would understand that it's not about their belief in religion anymore it's about being human and being um inequity and unequal it's about what rights you have, I should have it because I am a person. I have a heart. I have a brain. I have the same bones as you are. I have the same meat as you are. Yeah, it, it's not about the religion anymore. I just remember, like, I saw all the memes that came, like, after it. It'd be like, oh, me and my gay ass f- coming to my family reunion after they told me I'd go to hell for being gay. Just like, <laughs> I don't know. It was, I mean, it, yeah. is, it is sort of funny because you, I mean, Filipinos tend to not have that filter sometimes. Depending on like how old they are, sometimes the filter is much less compared to others. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just a, a thought to think about, you know, for people out there. Open your minds up. <laughs> yes, that's the biggest lesson <laughs> that we can actually do. And it does a lot. You know, how about you? Like, do you think that hearing that from the Pope is going to change like dynamically in your family? Not just for you, not for you personally, but maybe for like cousins or family members who were you know, who are part of the LGBTQ community, do you think that it's a positive change on your end? Or do you think that because family members are, like how Nick said, there's sometimes they'll stay in their own box. Like, how do you think this is going to come together at this point? My family is very, they prioritize happiness above everything else of family. And then in, uh, we have cousins and relatives who are lesbian and gay and 
we don't discriminate. We don't say na bakit ganyan ka. Like, my one cousin is a drag queen. And he's very proud of that. And he goes to family events nang naka-get up talaga. As in, naka-wig, may dalang maleta na may light ring. Ay, may ring light, ganun. And they're very accepting. And if gusto niya ikasal, same sex, they would be all up for it. Gagastos na nila yung kasal niya and everything. They would be really down for it. And I think I'm lucky to have a family that's open-minded like that. And I hope most families would be too. For the sake of ha- the happiness of their relative na is a member of the LGBTQ community, diba? The reason why Kane and I use just till the Q part is because sometimes uh, some people don't understand the IA and the plus plus part. So this is for the, for layman's term lang. So if you know what the I and A are. Oh yeah. But yeah, you're all included. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Also, I was just looking at my phone. I'm still trying to see. I'm not trying not to be political, but I'm so curious about who's gonna win the election now. I keep trying to check my phone. Here's the thing though. There was one thing that interested me because I think it was Wisconsin or it was another state actually wound up having their first um, trans uh, woman, yeah. uh, I think senator. I think it was a senator. Senator, yeah. Senator, yeah, just today. Mm. So honestly, like filming this episode was just like. I got signs all over Twitter, like, boom, bap. Yeah. Skidawoopap. <laughs> this is all for the trans community right now. Yeah. This is such a big change. Very big. Hopefully we get to talk more about this, Naman. There's more chance that we get to talk about this. But I guess for now, that's it. So we don't want to overload you guys with too much informations. <laughs> Before we, you know, start to wrap it all up next is there anything else you want to say anything else for the trans community for your brothers and sisters out there is there anything you want to tell them and like is there anything else you want to plug afterwards um to my transgender brothers and sisters out there just keep going i know it's hard like transitioning we have to transition for a lifetime it's hard we have to connect with people even if they don't understand us it's hard but it's, you know, no man is an island. We have to keep going, darling. Because I, if we stop fighting for ourselves, then who will fight for us? Just, you know, fighting fighting for, for your life is waking up every day, showing up to people and just present yourself as who you are. Um, and don't ever doubt yourself just because other people doubt you. Okay? And... Drink your hormones. Drink your hormones. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> Drink your hormones or inject your hormones the correct way. Be healthy. Stay healthy. Um, talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. And don't self-medicate as much as possible. Okay, I love you guys. We can do this. Road to equality. Nice. Okay, yes. Road to equality. Is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to give a shout out to? You can find me on Instagram um, at Nick Cereza. And you can also find my portfolio, my art portfolio in Instagram at format zero. Yeah, that's what I do. A transgender artist. Zero spelled out or zero as in zero, zero number? Zero spelled out. F-O-R-M-A-T-Z-E-R-O. Format zero. Now. Like she said, you can find her on Instagram on those handles. But just remember that you can also find us on our social media handles. It is mashed underscore 
PH. That is on Twitter, on Instagram. You can always find us there. You can send us your stories. Hang with us. Who knows, at some point, we might make a live show on Instagram. Just cause wala lang. <laughs> and, you know, if you guys want to be a part of the stories, if you guys want to be in this podcast, if you want to share your own stories, no matter who you are, and hopefully it's not too much, not too revealing, and not too expositioning. Exposing, I don't know the word. You can go ahead and DM us. If you do have some stories that you might want to just tell us, but you don't want to be on air, you can find us on our email, or you can message us on our email. It's matchmakers.ph at gmail.com. We couldn't find match underscore ph because it was taken. <laughs> so that is it for today, guys. That is a wrap. And we hope that you guys have learned something throughout this whole series because it's good to learn. It's necessary to learn. Guys, it's 2020. You gotta keep up. Yeah. Soon to be 2021, might I add. Oh, it's a new decade. Hi, guys. <laughs> Stuck in eight months of quarantine, and this is what it gets you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, again, follow us, follow Nix, find us on Instagram and Twitter, and email us. No matter what it is, doesn't matter. Come meet with us, come send your stories. Go for it. There's no one stopping you. But until that time, this is us signing off. Remember, guys, stay positive. Drink your water. Drink your hormones. Test negative. (laughs) Getting also lost. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot the rest. But that's about it, people. Take care of yourselves out there.